Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, are we doing this? Happy Thanksgiving. We're doing this. We're doing this. Yes. I'm thankful for the end for this game ending. That's what I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for the reality check that a, a bunch of people needed. Um, and and <laughs> hey, died. Three people? Some of us. This, this, this was exactly what. So Celtics lose 123 104 to the Brooklyn Nets. And everybody who's watching the show most likely knows that by now. This is exactly the loss that I was hoping wouldn't happen. And we talked on Monday night. We said, sure. we hope the Celtics can, can compete in this game. It'll kind of validate a little bit of this winning streak that they've been on and kind of give fans a reason to say, okay, this wasn't just wins over shitty teams. This is a team that's kind of got it figured out and is a contender and all this stuff. Well, listen, I know that the Nets shot really well and the Celtics shot like shit, but there's truth behind both of those things. And at the end of the day, you got blown out of this game from start to finish. I, you can talk about this, you know, valiant second half nope. comeback. All you nope. want that was fake nope. news, basically. Nope. Nope. Um, but the point, the, the, the gist of it is the Nets cruise control through this game. And, you know, that's the end of it. There was really no game from start to finish. I, I thought, I'm not, your thoughts. I'm not, if I start, I'll never stop. Bobby, so Joe Sway. So I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm if giving I start, them... I will, I'll never stop. Let's go to the guys who were there. Honestly, I'm giving them the more. The they, they did their homework. I mean, I thought they came out strong on defense. You know, the three-point shot was falling in the first half, which has sort of been the formula to beat the Celtics. You know, especially the old, the, the uh, couple of, what was it, the first opening weeks of the season Celtics. But, I, I mean, to, to the to the Celtics' credit, they they fought. They hung in there in that second half. I mean, those couple of those uh, huge punches, those blows towards the fourth quarter, I would, to, to something that John was probably going to say right now, I would say that they kind of laid down. You know, it was a tough, tough blow. Uh, I thought that that crucial timeout what was it, a seven-point game at that point, and when they were unable to convert, and the Nets responded with a three-pointer, they were defeated by then. I mean, you could just see it on their on their uh, their body language. So. Again, seven-point game. Uh, when the hell did that um, happen? That couldn't have been close in like the first quarter. Oh no, I think it was no, I think it was like a nine-point game. Sorry, Bobby, are you listening? To the, the last time, the last yeah, time yeah, this was Okay, go ahead. But we can hear it. You got it. We we can hear it. I, I I'm mad enough with the game. I can't get mad at Bobby this early. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not right. you, Bobby. Oh man, I, you, I'm so you far have to warn me. I got a I got a stuffing in the oven. So ten minutes, guys. Ten thirty. I got. Yeah, can I we gotta... get a reminder from the chat in ten minutes? John has to so, run wait, everyone on, in the John, chat. Are you, guy, are you that guy that has to have like at least one of the sides the day before Thanksgiving just to get yourself ready? Like, no, well, you got to cook them in advance, or else you're everything, screwed. 
everything is better a day later. Um, the pies need a full day for the juices to really kind of okay, get okay. in there. At no, least I like a that. day. I like that. I prefer Sometimes that. I too. thought you were one of those guys that has to eat a little bit. You know, okay. Well, no, you know, I, you pick, you pick. You can't really pick at a pie, oh, though. Yeah. Everyone's going to know. Can't you pick can't at really a pie. pick at a pie. You know what we did, though? <laughs> Everybody pretty, knows pretty, that. Pretty elite move. Uh, we had a little extra uh, pie dough for the crust, and we made little tarts with the leftover filling, uh, and that's what we go. that's what we snacked on. Well, you're a that pie guy. Solid. I mean, one look at you, I can tell you're a pie guy. That's a, a better move right there. That's a pie guy move. Make a little bit extra. That's how you pick at a pie. You that's know, a pie guy move. You can't yeah, just take a, a freaking slice no. out of it. No. Bring it to Thanksgiving. Okay. You can't present a pie that's been picked. It's like showing can't. up at a party with like three uh, three beers, you know, and like or like <laughs> right. half a bottle of whiskey, like uh, yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. here, Absolutely. Here you go, guys. Now, if it's a dip, you can get away with picking at a dip, but you just yeah. can't. It, Anyways, yeah. let's get anyway. back to this real quick. We'll we'll get to the th we'll, we'll get, get the sides a little bit. Well, hold on. Let me we'll get... let me ask John this. Towards the end of that, I felt like towards the end of my response, there was a lot of cringing. I'm I'm, I'm assuming you didn't like the Celtics approach the second half in the second half. It's not the approach. The, 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 the easiest thing in the world to do is to come back when the other team lets its foot off the gas. And people will feel better and they'll say things like, nice run. It doesn't matter. It's fool's gold. It means nothing. It's empty calories. I don't mm. care at all about it. Yes, absolutely. Easiest thing to do is to play 29 points down when the other team doesn't give a crap and has a huge margin for error. That means nothing, okay? When, when with Durant on the bench, with Durant on the garbage. bench, it means nothing. So I, anybody who was like, "Oh, they got close," I'm sorry, I'm throwing that out the window. At the end of the day, it's remember last year's first Brooklyn game. What a reality check that was! It yeah. was like, "Oh, this is a good measuring stick," you know, uh, to see where you are. Well. The first real measuring stick to see where you are against a truly elite team in the East, which you haven't fully gotten to play because um, when you played Milwaukee without their three best players um, and eked out an overtime win was tonight against the Nets. And they weren't even fully uh, they weren't even fully loaded for bear. And they just friggin' embarrassed you. The, the, the level of what I believe to be the upper echelon teams in the East and where the Celtics are and how far from it they are you know, uh, is very obvious it's when you see this. the most depressing thing about it. I texted you, your, you guys is, you know, I, I, this is what some, uh, I got some quotes from me in a second, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But the real bummer is watching this game. You know, if you're the Celtics, you're loaded up and you're thinking this is going to be great. Let's see where we are. It looked to me like Brooklyn came in and treated the Celtics. Like the Celtics would have treated like, you know, the Bulls the three Rockets. years ago, the Rockets. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter as soon, if we can play 10 minutes and beat these guys. We don't have to give a full effort. It, 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 they looked bored. They, Where they was, looked, yeah. Where they was looked the... bored by the Celtics, uh, you know? No, I don't, I didn't look at like, it. Well, they're like, well, like this team can homework, never beat like they us. Were, they were like, they did their homework. The Celtics just missed everything. Yeah. Celtics missed everything. Yeah, the back, cold from three. They couldn't break it. They, they bricked every three they took. I feel like they were, they, they had a lot of hands in the Celtics' faces. Like I feel like that pressure was just in that first half. It took the Celtics a while to wake up, and I was I was surprised that this thing didn't get to a thirty-point hole in the first half. Like the way they were looking, but you know they they hung around. You know, to John's point, it was when Durant was on the bench a lot of the times. But I just feel like whether it was those pick and pops with Al in the in the in the post, or whether it was like in, in transition, like I just feel like they they knew where the ball was gonna go uh, in the first half. In the first half, in the second half they let up. They let up in a big way. So coaching. So you saying? Well, Joe Sway, real quick, you had something from Ema. What's up? Oh yeah. So Ema says uh, this is the first time in a long time the Celtics were out hustled. 
Uh, he also added that um, the Celtics can't let their offense affect their defense. He thought that the Celtics uh, that affected the Celtics in the wrong way, which is kind of what I was what I what I meant in the beginning there. Like early like, season problems, right? You know. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're seeing, exactly. We're seeing but, that a lot. Early. Not the same sort of like lingering frustration where you sort of knew they were going to make the the wrong you know the the, the the same mistakes over and over. I just felt like it was they they just when when things were down, you saw it affect their offense. And it was just like, well, no, keep going with the defense. And then, I don't know. And it that starts run, and ends with that who? Huge run starts- coming out of halftime. And this has happened before, you know, when, when uh, opposing teams, they come out of halftime, they have a big run, and the Celtics just, they, they, they try to play uphill, and it's just too much for them. You know, they just can't overcome. And it starts and ends with who? Well, Tatum, obviously. So, oh, Again. it starts with Tatum. Yeah. Tatum. You know? And, 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 and this you know, is a bummer wonder- after, the, after the four straight 30s where you're like, okay, great. You know, just to go, you know, to, to – the classic offense affects the defense sort of well, John, thing. Well, John, who's he talking know? about? I mean, who's right. Ime talking about? It's very obvious. You don't you, you don't you don't go on the podium and talk about we Romeo let our offense and, affect our defense. Yeah, it's this, right. right. It's it's Jay- this right here and it was very interesting. We were all talking about it. Wow, where was Jason Tatum in the fourth quarter? When yeah, it was a double digit game, but if you're going to make a comeback, you know, theoretically you would put your best player in the court unless you were unhappy with him. And it's not the one for nine that he's unhappy about. It's what he just said on the podium which is we can't let our offense affect our defense. And that's really what it comes down to. I mean, one for nine. Jason Tatum just shot one for nine. I think it wasn't it Monday he shot one for nine or, or, or Friday. One of those games. No, he, well, no from, from, from three. From yeah. three. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was overlooked because he, he did, scored, yeah. yeah. Exactly. He scored in other ways, and they played defense, and they won the game. Well, tonight was a little different story. You know, Tatum probably wanted to come out and have a great shooting night against Duran and Harden and the guys that give him all the respect. And he didn't. And did that affect him on the defensive end? Well, it sounds like, according to his head coach, it did. Because, again, Ime is not talking about the bench guys. He's talking about the starters and the stars of this team. Uh, Jalen Brown obviously is still is not where he needs to be. 23 minutes tonight, again, barely played in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, was taken out uh, multiple times in the second half. So who knows where he is physically and how that's affecting him on both ends of the court. Um, if you want to give any player credit, I'll give Marcus Smart credit tonight for his effort. Uh, if you want to, you know, effort in the second half, he was a part of that uh, run there, and he was playing, um, you know, solid defense. He was taking charges, and I forgot about the back and forth between him and Harden, which is kind of a fun one. If you guys remember a couple years ago, that that was comeback. the best freaking that was unbelievable. Yeah, uh, against the Rockets when he, you know, he got caught Harden in an offensive foul and the turnover and. Just an improbable Celtics comeback. So I kind of forgot about that, and it reminded me of it tonight. So that was good to see Marcus Smart. In. And Smart was in there until, like, the four-minute mark, and I think Ime just threw in the white flag at that point. Um, so I don't think Ime's talking about Smart, but I think he is talking about Tatum and, um, you know, go down the line, I guess. Yeah, again, I don't know what's going on, you know, going on with uh, Jalen, you know, whether it was, like, you know, mental or he's just sitting there kind of thinking, like, I don't know what I've got on this thing, and he's taking it really slow on the hamstring, kind of like Harden was uh, at points in the, you know, last year, particularly late in the year. Um, But, you know, he looked like he was very cognizant of it. Uh, But Tatum just laid a freaking egg and was just, like, a sulky, pouty mess. Minus Um, 33, I mean. Minus 33. Really, really bad. It's hard to do. Um, he was soaking. All of this. Soaking all of this. He was. And all they let. Of this, the, did uh, they let? Yeah. The rest get to him too, because the rest were. What's up? I mean, I just. Oh, for, for Tatum, yeah, rough, he was. I mean, he when that uh, that foul that was going to be his third, he was so adamant with the coaching staff, like, no, we need to challenge it, and they did, and obviously they won it, but yeah, I, I think yeah. he thought that would be a crucial turnaround. 
because he wouldn't have to go out to go to the bench with, with three fouls, but it didn't help much. Yeah, that's a rough one. Um, and uh, it's so funny. The chat's saying, you know, I get some people in the chat saying we toss let Jalen Brown off, off, the, off the hook too much, and other people who say we don't we don't give him enough credit and he's our best we never player. Talk about him. Yeah, it's usually what people say. Well, listen, um, I mean, I'm not letting Jalen Brown off the hook. I know he was a game-time decision tonight, and he didn't look like, you know, primetime Jalen Brown. So I'm thinking that he's still not all the way back. So I'm not really letting him off the hook, as I'm just assuming that he's not his normal self. Now, does that mean that he shouldn't be able to, you know, play defense or be a better distributor? No. So I'm not letting him completely off the hook. I'm just acknowledging the fact that, you know, according to the – team and injury reports he's not quite there yet so Here's i don't know comment. is he, is he going to play every other game or play 50 percent every game then it's obviously going to suck here's a comment um something we actually t- uh, oh I my text- god we were texting I... each other about it um because I, <laughs> we need know, bobby was... for this no but i mean i you know we texted bobby and i was well, bobby like wrote i don't know think... article on this i don't think tatum and brown passed with each other once and bobby Manning, uh, once he changes his name, I'll let him back into the chat. Bobby Manning uh, <laughs> went and did his research and looked at it. And he can talk about this very thing. But, yes, Tatum and Brown Whoa. really – Oh, here he does it again. <laughs> Getting centering in. Uh, Bobby Manning wrote about this. Uh, no, they don't pass to each other a lot. Bobby, is yeah, this your burner? Pretty low. Purpose over what? pleasure. Is this your burner account? Bobby, take it away. Well, anyway, five passes total between these two over the course of games on a per-game basis. It's pretty stunning. I mean, you asked about the wings. I went and looked at a bunch of guys after you said that, Jimmy. I only put a few in the article. But even Kawhi and Paul George last year, about like 15, 16 passes over the course of a game between those two. And again, tonight, I didn't have the numbers in front of me. I wasn't keeping track, John. But you really didn't see them going to each other all that much directly. No. There's passing sequences between them. Like last game, I saw Brown drive baseline. I know, but I did see them one time. Like, I saw them once sit on the bench smiling at each other. So everything's fine, Bobby. It's fine. So that's that's where <laughs> I Bobby, do you it. remember? do you remember some of the numbers from your article? And it was a good article. I mean, if somebody's interested in, in CLNSmedia.com, go check it out. Bobby Manning went deep on this topic because yeah, we were I think wondering. It's about, we wondered it aloud. Yeah. I think it's five, six passes per game between the two, like two each, each way. And what's uh, that and relative to, to, you know, crap. it's 1030 guys. Players. Oh yeah. Uh, John, we'll see you in a minute. Keep talking about the here. Bobby, for did he uh, to say, give, remind to, him at 1030. He did. Yeah. Bobby, to give some people a little bit of like idea of how that compares to other players. Do you remember some of the other teammate passes that you recall numbers wise? Yeah, I know CJ, uh, Dane passed to CJ about 15 times a game. Uh, Giannis and Drew Holiday's totals are pretty high, close to 20 passes between them each game. I think the average like star duo in the league passes directly between each other, I'd say somewhere between 10 to 15 times a game. And I didn't rank every single star on this list. I kind of just handpicked you know, some in the East, some in sure. the West. LeBron going 15 times pretty much between him and Russ, him and Davis. It's it'd be I'd be hard pressed to find two stars passing each other fewer than three times a game each. Uh, like that is just such a low total. It really stands out. And you know you would kind of have two different discussions here. Like do Jalen and Jason like each other as people in the room as personalities? And then there's the question of playing on the court. And when you have Ime saying. 
pregame before the uh, Houston game, they need to learn how to play with each other. He said that about three times each. Yeah, uh, which is like that's mm-hmm. that speaks to me. Yeah, no, I agree, and I and I think what, what the reason it's relevant is because the the narrative has always been: can they make their teammates better? Well, they will wait a minute. Can they make each other better? You know, is that something that's actually like is that even on their in their agenda? You know, and, and I, when you look at a stat like that, or the way you just broke that down, Bobby, like it's staggering when you really think about it. I mean, we're talking about two elite guys who are clear cut, the top two guys of this team, uh, two guys who, in my opinion, are both still getting better. They haven't reached their you know peak yet, and you see. The, the pieces around them get better, but it was really frustrating to see this team without Jalen for that long stretch. So, again, like, it's something we've talked about, but at the same time, we still have to wait to see it through. Like, have we really – I mean, you can look at one game or two games, or, you know, that, that's such a small sample size where those two guys have played together this season, but there's so many contributing factors to those to those statistics, right? Whether it's Jalen playing hurt, whether it's Jalen coming back from COVID, you know, even when he's available, was he 100%? Same thing you can say, you know, about Jalen. I mean, about Jason. So I still say we have to wait and see this thing through, but I can understand where everyone's coming from. You know, I can understand why those quotes were in Bontemps' piece, you know, these numbers from Bobby's piece. You know, it makes sense, but at the same time, there's a lot of there's a lot of things going on with this team. All right, guys, take a quick pause. We want to tell you about our sponsor, one of our sponsors, exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. It is Thanksgiving. We all know what that means. Football. Nothing yeah. is better with football than turkey and, you know, gambling. Couple, yeah. a couple of bucks right. there, a couple of bucks there. What are you going to do? You got games all day, right? It's you're key, in a you know? food coma. Yeah. You're on the couch, brother. Yeah. You're just trying to make a couple bucks. And yeah. you know right which before the apple pie it. comes. You guys can spice up, you know, spice things up. Spice up the football games that you're watching. Right. right. So, I. Uh, Bet online has you covered all holiday season. More props, odds, and lines bet you know than ever before. Number one spot for all your sports action this Thanksgiving. So again, head to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today, receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with the promo code CLNS fifty. Once again, sign up today, fifty percent welcome bonus with the promo code CLNS fifty. Not just football, of course. Bet online as pro and college hoops and NHL, boxing, UFC, a, a Vegas casino game. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers uh, for now. The whole 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Stuffed, get it? They oh. are stuffed with deals this Thanksgiving. Stuffing. So again, stuffing. I got it. Number one. <laughs> C N S fifty. Number one, as we said, it's peanut butter M&M's and stuffing. Stuffing is the number one Thanksgiving side. It's not even close. Um, So, again, bet It's got to be good stuffing. It's got to be the right stuffing. If it's dry, I don't want anything to do with it. I don't know. Of course. I mean, bad food is bad food, right? Right, Bad bad (laughs) bad stuffing can really go south fast. A bad version of everything is bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, but, like it's going uh, have the red ingredients in it. Stuffing any, can be anything. Yeah. It can be anytime, you can put anything into that stuff. Yeah, as, as a rule, anytime you have a food discussion, you have to imagine the best version of each of those foods when you have the discussion. Well, then right? it's got to be like mac and cheese, I guess, is the answer for it's everything. pretty good, too. Yeah. But <laughs> in this case, BetOnline is stuffed with deals. So last time I'll tell you, BetOnline.ag, use the code CLNS50, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Get into the action this Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Not to what make any of those things, but they're under they're under a microscope. They're under a microscope. Who's not under a microscope? For real. Everyone else except for Jalen. Um, 
No one else on the show like those two. Oh, maybe I got those numbers. I got no, I'm those. saying nationally. Let's get Bobby's numbers real quick. He's got some yeah. numbers. Well, Harden and KD, for example. Harden passes to KD 18 times a game. But he's a point right, guard. That's like- AD yeah, to yeah. Harden. The point guard ones are going to be a little higher. We know that. It's it, it's exceptionally low. Yeah, I mean, the comparison's Kawhi George because the Clippers pretty much play the same exact style the Celtics do. They got their guards, but it's running through their wings. Well, for Kawhi passes to George six times a game, George to Kawhi eight times a game. Okay, I think, so I, I think that's, total. I think that's what we're all trying to say here. For this team, it's pretty low because, like we've been saying all offseason, everything the part, is like, low. They're, they're clear cut number one and two, and then there's a little bit of a gap. Exactly. And then whether you want to put Schroeder, Horford, or whoever, Smart, there's that gap between those well, two. Well, there's some weird numbers being thrown around that I don't understand why. Like, like assists, potential assists, blah blah blah. Like, yeah, I, potential I, I, wins. None of this makes sense, guys. This it's is like a team. Excuses. This is a it team. is excuses. This is a team that was heading into tonight 12th in the NBA overall in field goal percentage. That's not that low, okay? Yet they were second overall in ISO percentage um, and something like 22nd or 23rd in ISO field goal percentage, which means they run a lot of ISO. They're really friggin' bad at it. And in fact, when they do pass, they actually score at a fairly high clip. So this idea that they're leaving stuff on the table with these potential assists is silly. They're a team that does not help each other create baskets. They're near the bottom third of the league. They're at they're look, they're not though. That's the thing. They're fine. (laughs) They're like they're 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 30th and 40th overall in the league in assists right now. Smart and Schroeder. Uh, That's not that means everybody's got a guy who does it that much. Like, that's not great, you know? Yeah, if, I mean, you're, if your starting point guard is 30th in the league in assists and 20th among guards, that's low. Bottom third Again, is all I'm we're saying. Looking, we're working at a process, though. It's better than last year. You can't do worse than the assist rate was last year. No, the, but the they are doing worse. They're slightly other. worse this year. I think the ball movement's been fine, and that's where the potential no, assists No, and they're slightly the worse, that. and their assist numbers and their potential assist numbers are exactly in line with one another. So they are exactly what you would expect for the amount that this team passes the ball. They're not doing anything more. They're not. They're just, we're so used to it being this way that even a slight uptick in improvement over a small uh, you know, uh, you know, period of time, and we are like, oh, look, they moved the ball today. They are, they do not do that very well. They do not help each other uh, create assists. I mean, create baskets. And again, this is what this piece, among a million others that have been written, keeps saying is, everyone. These aren't hit pieces. Like, I don't think Von Tomps went out there looking for it. I think he's asking people. What do you think about the Celtics and the general vibe you get outside of the little Celtic green echo chamber that you hear here is you got two guys who are supremely talented, but don't really make their teammates better. You've heard it. How many freaking times now? I mean, yeah, but we- you have some other nonsense in there. Like Tatum only cares about his numbers and he wants to score 39 in a win and he's not willing to score. It's nonsense. Seven. Why? Because we live in because Boston? We wa- because we watch him every game. He willingly gives up the ball off yeah, but I think what John is he asking is, do you think it's, you think it's nonsense ball. that a an NBA GM would say that? Like, I don't think that's You think nonsense. it's nonsense? I think if Jason Tatum played somewhere else. You think it's nonsense? Else, I, I think, I think, I think I Tatum- pretty much have said this already, that when, he, when Tatum's having a bad game, 
he's very upset with when he's having a bad game. When he's having a great game, he's very happy by having a great game. You see it on the social media posts, you know, drop 50 on him, whatever. Even if it's a win, it's more about the personal performance. And I'm not saying he's all about himself, but I'm not stunned to hear a GM say something along those lines. I mean, I think if you watch, you know that he gets very high and very low about his performances. Yeah, I feel like if the Celtics were the Is Sixers. That crazy? No, like no, you're right. I mean, look, if this, if if we, if you you sent the entire Celtics roster over to Philadelphia, we would be killing them. Right. Like, look at these losers, and they got these two guys, and all they want to do is score, and they're the rest of their and team is right. is they don't terrible. Pass to each other. They don't like each other. They don't pass to each other. Like people would be having a field day with it. This is what people on the outside, I think, generally think. Two we did it. But we did it with the Sixers. Every game, they just kind of catch bits and pieces. They have perceptions of what's going on. These questions were asked when the Celtics were stumbling, and it's like, oh, no, the they weren't. Out. They've been asked at every period of time over the last couple of years, and the general consensus is. These guys are not their number one focus is not making one another better. It's they're both supremely talented at scoring the basketball. They are unique individual talents, but they aren't able to make each other or their teammates better. And until they do that, they're not going to get better. Um, and so that's just generally what people think. But the other side of the article is the rest of the the rest of the roster is garbage. Um, and that's also fair. And that makes their job that much harder because at the end sure. of the day, that's one of the things the article talks about is you got really lucky with Horford and Schroeder because you got professional basketball players on this team to go along with Smart and then Rob's ascendancy. But the rest of the roster is a bunch of people that you're forced to play because you drafted them and they stink, you know? And like, and you're really like grasping at anything that they do well anything. Just to hang on to something. Like, yeah. oh, like <laughs> Romeo looked aware tonight. Like, it's just like things like that where it's like, Actually, guys in their second and third years that are really good, you don't need to point out the little things that they're doing well on a random night. Like, well, that's where they we're just at. play good basketball. Like whoa, it's, whoa, whoa, it's that, on that simple. Switch, he, he's, he, he could hang around with you know Durant, so that, that was good. That's encouraging. No, no, no I'm, I'm not knocking. It was just a name I threw out there. But like, yeah, there are actual things that he does well, especially on the defensive end. But the point I'm trying to make is that we're always reaching for like you know give this guy a gold star sticker tonight because like he yeah. you know didn't he wasn't a complete liability out there right he literally you know, didn't like, fall and hurt himself you know like right. wow right right now Bobby, I mean, this it seems is, like you're more Smith upset with the timing of the article than what than what's actually well, in I'm the upset about the timing I mean it's it's basically a hit piece on their struggles that mentions no they're actually third no. in that rating over the last three weeks they're stuck it's in news but they're piece, rolling Bobby I mean, come on. You play the best team in the NBA tonight and you lose, and we're going to reinforce it with that. Well, Bobby, we're not, Bobby. Like not the any... proverbial, like, cool, not cool kid table, but, like, that table that you just, let's say a handful of GMs, and half of them feel that way. Like, I, I, that wouldn't surprise Listen, me. Like, they've been the in the story. league. Tatum and Brown have been in the league long enough so for wait a to second. come up with that kind of opinion. It's wait part a second. of the story. We can, sure. we can paint a rosy picture of this team after wins against Oklahoma and Dallas. I mean, Oklahoma and Houston, Houston, but we can't say when they get absolutely eviscerated by actually a good team uh, that that this game matters. So this one didn't matter, but the two blowouts, 
against crappy opponents are what defines well, not just this the team. You had three weeks of number one defense. You had three weeks without Brown of number 11 offense. You made serious progress on both sides of the ball under a new head coach. You're going in a better direction here. You're going in a better direction. None because of you, you were in such a bad direction before. I know. And, Jimmy, to your point, like, oh, we're grasping at things. That was the point Jackson Frank, I thought, made great on Twitter in reaction to this. Like, the story of here is that they've lost a ton of talent. Yes. They haven't replenished it. And yes. all of a sudden, everything's on the J. It's both. So, so they're making progress. You're it's seeing all- young guys in this game hang in there against Durant and KD down the stretch and push it at 13, it's, and we're just laughing at it? It's always been both, Bobby. Yes, That's the thing. Are, it's actually. always <laughs> been both. It's always been that their job is harder because the roster around them is bad. So in order for them to get better, they're going to have to play different or play better than they yeah. are now or and else they're the a 500 team. That. No, they're not. They're not. This is a 500 team now for a year for a year and 20 games. Okay. I mean, Brown's, Brown's been back for half a game, half a game with his. Every team has it. injuries. Okay. So I, I mean, I don't know how we're assessing his play in this. So, and then Tatum, you just watch how he plays. He gets off the ball. He gets off against the doubles. Did a great job against against the Lakers. He shoot. He's struggling to shoot for sure. And I do think we've said like at some point you're just playing bad instead of all these excuses that he's going through here. But this perception that he just cares about the stats, he's not looking to move out the ball. It's not true if you watch the game. It's just not. He's not a great ball mover. I don't think he necessarily raises the level of teammates, but he's working on it. He's getting better. Okay, well, that was... I, I guess, Bobby. But I mean, we're in yet- year two of him being the point forward on this team. What do no, I- we, are, we are in year five of him going in the wrong direction with a lot of trends that you want to see going the other way. He attempts fewer shots at the rim. He isos more this year than he has in years past, and his shooting percentage is altogether down. He's not doing anything. His three-point shot has been... He's Pretty not bad. doing anything better yet. And so, yes, I know he's 23. And the idea behind that is that means there's a ton of room for growth. But he hasn't shown it in the last year and a half or two years. He hasn't. He's stuck in neutral, so to say. He is not getting better. In fact, he's kind of leaning into the stuff that you want to see him get away from mm-hmm. uh, at, at times. And this year, more so than any. That's it. Well, so he's not. This. He's not getting better. It, it doesn't mean he this. won't, but he hasn't in the last in the last little bit. Does there is there part of his game or at least his attitude that makes you wonder if maybe it's like he like he said a week ago, right? I know I need to get better. I know I'm not perfect. There's things that I'm working on. But sometimes I feel like I wonder if Tatum's wondering how much can the team adapt to him, you know, instead of the other way around. Like Mike said, I've always believed the thing with Tatum is Jimmy and I are differ on this. I believe that. Um, that uh, that Tatum wants really bad to do well, but the number one thing he knows how to do is to score. And so every time he's struggling, he just tries even harder to do it and sometimes exacerbates the problem because he's not a guy who's doing things in a lot of other ways to help you win games. It doesn't mean he doesn't grab some rebounds from time to time and play defense as well. Sure, he does other things, but just making people around you better or affecting the game like in a Marcus Smart sort of way or in a different way or I'm going to start distributing or blah, blah, blah. No, he he just leans in and he wants to score more and he gets really frustrated when he can't and he kind of leans back into some of his worst habits uh, when things aren't going well. And as he may said before the game, the offense affects the defense. So when he starts to go south, it really goes bad. 
All right, guys, quick pause. We want to tell you about one of our sponsors, and that is INSA. We're welcoming, welcoming back INSA. INSA. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's one of Massachusetts' premier cannabis dispensaries, INSA, I-N-S-A. Uh, yeah. Their founders, Pat and Pete, they re-engineered the cannabis model uh, from what they sell to how they sell it. Uh, INSA dispensaries are inviting. They're modern. Uh, the staff are authorities on the science uh, they go in there, they can answer any question, difference between flowers, concentrates, uh, what you want to take for insomnia, anxiety, edibles, uh, hanging out with friends, whatever you want. They'll tell you exactly uh, what you need to fill your needs. Uh, world-class head chef there as well. And again, the founders, one thing we want to tell you about head them, they're chef. local. They're local. Uh, they're from they're from Western Mass. Salem. Yep. No. Oh, yeah. Located in Salem, but there's a location in Salem. They're from Springfield. Bobby jumped the gun because the Salem location (laughs) is near his house. But they're lifelong pals from Springfield. Um, There's a couple of uh, locations out there. One near the MGM Casino. You can also go to East Hampton or, as Bobby said, Salem. Salem. This is the thing. Not enough people took advantage of this, so we're going to tell you about the deal one more time. If you go there and you mention that the garden report told you to stop by, mm-hmm. you get a t-shirt for a penny. That's literally all you have to do. And then you get anything else you want there too. That's not on us, but the t-shirt is on us. One penny. You know what? And I have a couple t-shirts and they're very comfy too. So yes. go to in- t-shirts. Get that green one. Otherwise, go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA for any uh, inquiries you have about anything else uh, going on. But if you want the T-shirt for a penny, just mention the Garden Report. Go get yourself some. Once again, have a good time. Yeah, have a good time. Visit the various locations throughout Massachusetts or go to insa.com or call 877-500-INSA. I think I would agree with the majority of that. Stop stuffing. I got to go check the stuffing. Yeah. Again I with mean, the stuffing? It was done. 1030. It was, huh? Yeah, it's obviously undercooked and he's freaking out about it. You don't want to overcook the stuffing. You don't want dry stuffing. Stuffing is very hit or miss, I would say. Uh, probably the most hit or miss side of them all. Mashed potatoes, you can't really screw that up. You know, pies are pies, but yeah. stuffing, well, we won't get you into to it really, too much you right really now. It would really be but. bad to, to, to mess up some stuffing, you know? I don't know, man. Stuffing, you can be, it can be dry. You can put the wrong, like some stuffing is yeah. just like, what, what is all this crap in here? Anyways, that was stuffing talk. What are you making? It? What kind of stuffing are we talking about here? This one has a little bit of sage so sausage top. in it. And okay. sausage um, is legit for a good stuff. And some oyster mushrooms and then, you know, regular, regular stuffing. Oyster things, mushrooms. You know. what in the I'm world excited about pumpkin pie. I've been in uh, the last few years. Made a pumpkin pie, made an apple pie, made a mac and cheese. You're uh, mac and cheese guy, huh? I'm oh, adding it, adding it because uh, it's not something that they normally make. But I think you need minimum three, three types of stuffing at the table. Like a traditional one. Three stuffings? A, three different maybe stuffings? Maybe a meat one and a cornbread one. Yes, definitely. It's <laughs> a lot oh, of stuffing. Man. Yeah. That's a We're lot of stuffing. Three stuffings. Three different stuffings. Okay. I mean, yeah, yeah you can go with the, with the simple bread stuffing as this is your safe bet. It's fine. Yeah. I think a sausage is fine, but I mean, three, three is a lot. I mean, you must have a lot of people coming over, though. I mean, that's fine. No, I just think it's an important. It's, it's important. Yeah. You do a yeah. mashed potatoes? I would think. Are you doing yeah, like yeah, a, of course, of course. yeah, I don't know. I mean, how many, how many sides are you going to have at this table? 
I may, st- I may, I may still make another one tonight. You want like a more. casserole of any? I'm sort? making a corn, a corn casserole. Okay, I like corn. Yeah. Good. corn's a good one. Corn's a staple. It's a good corn. one. Cream of corn, or creamed corn. Yeah. Something like that. Anyways. Um, anyway, it's like I said, I don't want to make this seem like an overreaction to one game. It's not. Um, it's not. This game sucked, and it was a you know a bit of a reality check. And, hey, I said know, they were gonna get blown out. You did. Bobby called it on Monday. He said they're gonna get blown out. So why are you? Then you you should I mean, we, you should be like not. You should have seen you that article today. And be like, yeah, it checks out. Right. I thought they were That's gonna be I able to. Do. I thought they could compete. Maybe. I mean, is that so much to ask? No, I, if they, they can't no compete, shooting. if they can't they have compete, no shooting if, and the Nets have the most shooting in the league. If they can't even compete, then what are we like? What are we doing? Really? You no, know they're not I mean, championship they contenders this year. I mean, our expectations five seed. And that's why, like, I don't. Did anyone in the world have even East Finals expectations? No, but you can still still compete in a regular season game and not be an NBA Finals. I think they did compete in that second half. Exactly. I was just going to say, Jimmy, I think think two weeks ago, they wouldn't even, this wouldn't have been a game in the fourth quarter. It would have been the whole bench is, you know, it wasn't a game. It was never a game. And when was it a game? It was a double digit. I it mean, you, you, two, you two are always looking for those strides from Romeo, Grant, Neesmith, these guys. It's the easiest thing to do. To well, play when to when the other team quits, it's the easiest thing to do. There's no pressure. Do, do I'll, well I'll or don't, right and now, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. Bobby, I look, for silver, I, I, I look for that type of stuff in, like, a win. I don't look for it in a blowout loss where it's garbage time. That doesn't mean anything to me if, if – and by the way, Grant missed a lot of shots tonight, as far as I can recall. I mean, none of those guys stood out to me tonight. Romeo what had some solid defense. Grant and Romeo were both on the floor when you turned this from 29. Yeah, to they 30. were. They were. Matter. And who else was on the floor for the Nets? Not Durant. Yeah, they, took their fo- they took their foot off the gas, and the Celtics. Runs happen in the NBA. Runs happen all matter. the time in the NBA. The Nets went out to a, what? It was 18 to 3 to start the second quarter or whatever it was. Like, run. Micro runs happen. That's just the NBA. And, you know, you can you can take them with a grain of salt. I'll, I'll give them credit for it. I thought Marcus Smart was a big part of it. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to sit here and say the Celtics Grant competed Romeo both played well on defense. I mean, it the defensive matter. effort was incredible. The stretches with his team's flat out awesome on defense. Stretches mean talking? nothing. You have to play 48 minutes of basketball. Post three play. weeks. Post three weeks of number one defense. We're never going to talk about the defense. We're just going to keep complaining about the Jays. We are going to talk about a 500 team. team. We're going to we talk, talk about, about the defense. Team. That's why they That's why they were successful over the last couple of weeks. But also remember who some of the teams that they're beating too. I mean, the last four, three, four games that they played are against players, teams that you're not going to see in the playoffs. There were other games, too, over three weeks. It wasn't just those two games that built up that resume for them. You have a pretty good stretch here where the Celtics have established themselves as one of the best, most disruptive teams on defense in the NBA. That had to be their identity this year. You saw it again and a half in this game with your regulars out there doing it, alongside Romeo and Grant. That's why I take away some positives from that second half. It was, I mean, this started midway through the third. This wasn't five minutes ago. You went on a little 10 nothing run. And that was the game. You played a good second half of basketball here. Drew it really close. Bobby, look, it's of- fi- Bobby, it's all fine and good. But at the end of the day, in this stretch, I mean, the reality is this. Yes, great. You beat some teams you're supposed to. But the the the, the, the good wins, the good wins, Miami. And then you can give them the Lakers. 
Every other one is a team you're supposed yeah. to absolutely curb stuff. What's wrong with that? But that's the point. You're when you're you're playing Toronto, Milwaukee without their three best players, and you go to overtime. You split with Cleveland, okay? You lose to Atlanta in a game that didn't really feel that particular. Lose close. to the Hawks by double digits. Yeah, exactly. And then you beat Oklahoma. You lose beat to the Houston. Mavericks. Again, we're talking a stretch. Brown was out I mean, for both those. How teams. are you not gonna look at? And again, they were out without Jalen. So you're gonna give them. You're gonna yeah, give no them props. No, You're going to give them props for it. You missed Jalen, you missed Richardson, you missed Rob for portions of those. But you have to look at the, the opponents here. There are games there that are almost unlosable uh, in that stretch. So uh, you have to look at who you're playing as well. What matters is how you stack up against better teams. Two teams in the East that they've played recently that they expect are ahead of them, they lost you know, in both fairly convincing fashion atlanta and that's my looks issue like a better team the, and the philly fashion. looks like a better team and you had to go you went to overtime with milwaukee without their three best players the reality is they're miles from and uh, uh, from good teams they're miles from them right now and and i expected a loss i expected yeah. a loss tonight but again i just wanted to see that they could hang in there and compete and give them a run for their money a set a, a fake second half run when you're down 20 or 30 points that doesn't mean anything to me. You've already and that's lost we're the deep game. in their bench without without two or three regulars so, in their lineup yeah, tonight so that's too. Why I'm disappointed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, do I expect the Celtics to beat the Nets? No. Do I think? That, do I wish that they could compete and make it interesting, especially at home? Yeah, I do. So I'm not going to give them a bunch of credit and say, oh, they hung in there, they competed, blah blah blah. This crap, because that's fake. That's just not real. That's not how the game went. If you watched the game, and I know you guys did, there's no point. There's no at no point in the game did you really think that they were in the game. I turned to Joe Sway. I thought they were going to win. I really did in that second half. <laughs> they uh, never even caught the single digit. Uh, Bobby, were, I never, Bobby, I never really want did. you to change, buddy. I really don't. They ran out of ground minutes. <laughs> I don't. They pulled Tatum with six minutes. I don't know ago. what I would Maybe do. Maybe that's if Bobby why I thought had, it was close because I was watching. If a Bobby, ever, if if I ever, yeah, that's Bobby, why Joseph. If Bobby ever turns into a cynic, this whole thing is over. So yeah, I don't even think we're being cynics. I just think we're being realists right now. I mean, listen, when the Celtics play well, we'll go, go check the tapes. We give them credit when they play well, and we criticize them when they don't. It's simple as that. Listen, you want to say we're haters? Then you're not watching every this every crowd, episode. This crowd's been a pretty good barometer for this team over the last year and a half. They booed them. They booed them in the first half. A couple people left, but you had a pretty engaged, energized crowd, really backing up what this team was. It's giving the night them before them. Thanksgiving. What do you expect? They're all having a good time. This isn't last. Paid a lot of money for that game. They're gonna cheer if they can. Watch I'm it. I'm just saying this isn't last year's Celtics. It may the only reality, be a little bit above that, but it's above that. The reality is, uh, a lot of what you know, it came up in the article timing aside, because again, I don't think the timing really matters uh, and I'll explain why um, after we tell you about, and people, yeah, we could use this right now. People have been calling for this for a while because they need to get a little calm here. So again, everyone just, even if you're watching at home, inhale, big, big, big inhale, hold it and exhale. And then go to com.com slash garden. Think about the stuffing. Yeah, think about, think about the the multiple pie. different stuffings and multiple Three pies. Three stuffings tomorrow. Mm. Um, go to com.com slash garden. Com.com slash garden. Number one you sleep. 40% off. Yep. And meditation app. Um, so you want to get what? some. Yeah. You're, you you're, me, you're probably home for the holidays right now. Whether maybe you're at your in-laws or your, your, your girlfriend. You're meeting the girlfriend's uh, parents for the first time and you're freaking out. 
Go to com.com slash garden. Receive 40% off the subscription. Go to the meditation tab on the app. There's Someone a tab there called tell us about it. it's part Seven of the Days of Calm, I think it's called. And you can just start. It's a little program you can get on. And just, you just give yourself 20 minutes. Tomorrow morning, give yourself 20 minutes. Don't freak out. It's going to be mayhem in the kitchen. Oh, it's a bad football hard. game. <laughs> that's a Thanks very good point. It's a bad noon football game tomorrow. Hey, I'm going to watch the whole thing anyways. But I put that one up. Um, no, I agree. The uh, com.com. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta get. You gotta be able to see it. Uh, you gotta be able to see the. Jeez, I'm just. What is it? Calm.com/garden, number one sleep and meditation app out there. Forty percent off, limited time only. So go get some uh, right now. And again, I do want to go back to it because every bit of frustration we have, I can't take this. It's not making. It's not me working, calm. Jimmy. It's not making me calm. It's upsetting okay. me. Well, that, okay. that, that's typically not the reaction you would get. No, um, right now I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little triggered. That's just not yeah. his, his noise. That's a difference. So there's a tap. There's a, there's a sound for everybody. That just wasn't John's sound. He's not a, uh, I think that was a beach, beachy vibe. No, there. I just think every single thing comes back to a lot of like kind of said what came up in the article. And it's not like, okay, yeah, there's some quotes in there and they could be cherry picked and there could be a hit piece and it could be agenda driven. I don't think so. Bon Thompson isn't out there frigging looking to slay people right now i think you went around asking what do you guys think of the celtics and a lot of people are like we think they kind of stink but this is the frustration with the team is like the, the 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 general hopelessness you feel knowing you've only got tatum and brown they do bear the brunt of the criticism because they're really the only guys you can look to because the rest of the team just isn't good enough to really get upset with um and and that's kind of what kind of just where you're stuck is what's next. There's no other superstar. There's no kids to develop. There's no assets. There's no you're, you're, you've missed on a bunch of draft picks. And this is what's frustrating is you're looking around. It's like, how is it going to get better? And again, we lived in a world as a Celtics fan, you know, where something was always possible. There were so many possibilities, whether it was guys you could get things you could trade picks you could make and none of that exists now the cupboard is well, bare it's, it's tough, it's tough that's what we re, that's where we got stuck last year where we're like oh man they're in a tough spot right now they, they it's going to be very difficult for them to improve unless something happens that's why we overreact to every romeo you know decent game right. or grant hitting corner threes because the only way this gets better if all of a sudden these guys you know are transformed into something that we didn't expect because there aren't a lot of other answers out there. Well, the, the other factor, too, is the East. You need less breaks before in terms of maybe injuries, some teams falling off that you didn't expect, upsets, things of that regard that could push you further in the playoffs. Now, I, like I was texting you guys earlier because I've been looking at the standings trying to figure out just where the Celtics are going to fall and yeah. everybody ends up right when this is done. And you're going to need to catch breaks from – probably two, maybe three teams, maybe four if the Hornets and Knicks stay in this to escape the playing tournament. Otherwise, mm -hmm. like you have four locks for the top four. You have two teams that are probably better than you for five and six between like Miami, Atlanta. That's uh, the problem. Yeah. yeah. So like some of it just comes down to what other teams have done to improve over you, Washington and uh, uh, Chicago in particular. So that's part of where this ends up. I think all the context was in the article, John. I'm just – the pile-on on the Celtics just frustrates me because this isn't just a case of a careless team that's completely out of it, not focused and not trying. I think they've sort of 
reverse that perception of the last. But that's weeks. not what they're, the article's saying. Like the article's saying is their ta- their 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 talent depleted. <laughs> the, the article's saying you have two yeah, stars. Yeah, the context there. Yeah. The the article's just saying stuff we know. It's yeah. hard to actually argue against. The two best players kind of do the same thing. They don't make each other better because they are mainly score first sort of guys. And they're terrific. Everyone likes them as talents, but the rest of the roster isn't good enough uh, to compete. They just don't have enough high-end talent. And they have a lot of filler in that back end of that roster with people who are totally replaceable or totally forgettable. And they're, they, they, they've drafted them. They have to play them and they shoehorn them in. And, you know, you, you get what you get, but the outside perception of the Celtics, when you're looking in here, you're not looking at them and being like, you know, ooh, Romeo or whatever, you know, like it's just. Yeah, I mean, those guys aren't going to play when they're healthy. And when they're healthy, you have a Horford who has bucked expectations, Schroeder who has played pretty well here. A couple of things that I think put you, uh, you know. They can be competitive. Yeah, yeah. They, the they can be competitive. Yeah. It's really Especially more a matter of. It's a matter of the future because Schroeder's a Band-Aid is going to be hard to re-sign. Richardson is what Richardson is. Um, and then Al is, you know, getting old and really is a guy you brought in just to be able to shed a contract who's been giving you a ton. But, like, those aren't building blocks for the future and they're not tradable assets. So you're just looking down the road thinking, where's it coming from, you know? Where, where, you know, what's that next thing going to be? And it's that's where I think people are looking at. That's what neutral means. Neutral right. means is they're good enough to maybe, if they overachieve, sneak into a four or five seed. If they play to what we think their potential is, maybe six, seven, eight, who knows? But somewhere in that middle pack. And then what? You know, there isn't that ascendancy. You're not waiting for these two younger guys. It's not Tatum and Brown three years ago where you're like, wait till these guys get going. You just don't have that. You don't have high draft picks. You don't have money. And yeah, that's kind of what the article's that. talking about. That's neutral. We knew all that. I mean, yeah. there's things we didn't know that we've learned positive things coming into this year that I think improved this team's fortunes a little bit. I mean, defense can be the great differentiator in the standings. And what I've seen on this end, even with Cantor out there, John, blocking that corner three, Grant rotating on Harden. There's a lot of progress with this team defensively. And the putback. I thought they I thought hung in did. there. That was a good and they had been playing hard. They had been playing hard. I thought they hung in there. Yeah, but isn't that encouraging to you, John? I mean, that, you know, the three-game winning streak. I mean, sure they dropped one. That, you know, the, the last the last game of that that uh, road trip. But the defense was they did, it did a 180. You know, and, and this early, no, I just feel like we didn't get one. We didn't get one stretch like that last season. We got a game talk- like that, a game or two every other three games, but we never saw them put a t- put together a stretch like that on, on the defensive end. We're talking about two different things here, Joe Sway. Like me and you, we're looking at the momentary things, game the game, this season that can make them competitive, maybe make them surprise people by a seed or two here. Jimmy and John are hammering on the big picture that there's no path to contention. There's no real title aspirations for this team this year or in coming years based off how everything's falling into place here. Both those things are true. The only problem I have with the piece is just laying it all on the Jays and just saying these guys aren't good enough to fix this. They're not making progress. They're not making other people better. Let me ask you to this. If you put Mills, Bembry, Aldrich, uh, that net supporting cast, let's say Joe Harris too, even though he didn't play tonight, on Tatum and Brown side, and you put Grant, Romeo, Richardson, those type of guys on the net side next to Harden and Durant, are Harden and Durant looking like great creators? 
I think Harden's a great creator. I mean, Harden. I think Harden's obviously a way better. Harden. Oh, they're better. They're better. But are they looking like great creators? Are they making people? I mean, you're 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 basically saying you know their supporting cast is better than Celtics supporting cast, which is true. That is true. But they're also better than the Celtics stars too. So they're just a better team from from top to bottom. I can't hear. Yeah, yeah, the two stars are exponentially better. Well, they're not exponentially, but they're significantly better than than Tatum and Brown. Yeah, I know Mm -hmm. that. I'm just saying. I think part of the perception here that we've seen over the last two years is the Jays. Yeah, you don't have a Joe Harris. You don't have yeah. a Joe Harris, obviously. You don't have a Patty. Well, you do have a Patty Mills in a way. Javante Green, you had semi last year. Like, these are the wing guys that they're dishing out to that they're trying to make better. They don't move. They don't cut for the most part. Like, these are guys that are just kind of stationary. And look, I think the great passers in this league create lanes for guys. They certainly produce in the pick and roll with Tatum and Brown need to do. They could be getting more out of Rob, as we talked about all season. I think that's a guy who has kind of suffered due to their that's, poor passing. But, that sucks. Yeah. But so, Jaylen, I don't think these are just horrible passers who can't get guys open and can't create for others. Tatum in particular. Brown, like I think his creation ability gets overblown because he's never really doing it. Like that, That's not a responsibility thrust upon him. He doesn't have the ball much. I didn't like the film. If you go in that CLNS article and look at him in that game, hanging out in the corner, stuff Joe Sway talks about all the time, not involving himself. That's probably a reason he doesn't get the ball from Tatum a ton. Like, it's not time to rest when Tatum's got the ball. Go create, find the ball. The, and do the giving things. people the ball is twofold. It's a choice yeah. you make, but it's also somebody has to earn the ball, which yeah. means move without the ball. Get yourself open sometimes. There's not a lot of movement off the ball. There's a bunch of guys standing around saying, can I have the ball? And then it's like, sure, okay, I guess you can have it now. You're standing a few feet away from me. Why not? You know, like it's – you know, and yes, they're better when they swing it and really get movement. But, you know, once somebody gets it and they start doing their little dribble thing, it's should I go or should I give it to you? And do you want to do the same exact thing I'm about to do? You know, and that's just kind of <laughs> and how so they end up playing. That's the most fair criticism of Tatum, right? That, and this is, you know, an Eme too, because Eme has a stomach for isolation. He says if these guys find mismatches, they should attack it. They should take advantage of that. So there's been a leniency on Tatum's isolation here. And we look at the numbers again. He's diving into that isolation hole quite a bit, and it's not working well. And it's not working. So It's not know, working this, for Schroeder, and it's not working for Brown. It's not working for any of them right now. Uh, Horford even, in the post. I mean, yeah. Horford is a mess offensively right now. Yeah, he's been incredible. So uh, Jalen Brown asked an interesting question. Uh, the reporter asked him, how far behind are you from the Celtics? Like, I mean, from the Nets, excuse me. Like, you know, Jalen asked to repeat the question. The guy pointed at the scoreboard, pointed at last season, and says, "At this point, you know, do you feel like you're very far behind, you know, from the Nets?" Like, and he, Jalen responds, "What do you mean by that?" And the guy says, "Do you are the Nets better than the Celtics?" Like, pretty much, just like, "Do you think that?" He's like, "Well, look, we had a bad game tonight, but I don't think there's anyone in the NBA that's. You know, I don't. I wouldn't say that about anyone in the NBA. In other words, saying like we could be anybody, and he's saying that he doesn't think that you know any team out there is better than the Celtics, and that that for this night they were better." They were the better team, but that doesn't necessarily mean like he goes. He paused and he goes, "I again, I'm not quite sure. I know how to answer that question. I, I don't, you know, I don't get it." Yeah, it's kind of a weird question. I can't really expect any NBA player to like unless say another M- team's better than us. Unless yeah. you're Embiid. Yeah, right. I it's mean, not a rivalry. At the end of the season, you can make that. At the end of the season, you can make that determination. But yeah, I mean, tonight the Nets were clearly the better team. If that's you know, that's an obvious one. Um, you know, I don't expect uh, anyone on the Celtics to lay down. I mean, you know, throw Kyrie into this mix. 
they're looking scary again. I, they're better than last year. Defensively, there's a little bit of an identity forming there. You saw it tonight. They made it tough on Boston for stretches. Their role players are better. I mean, Patty Mills. The, it felt like the Celtics had him for a minute just because of the Eme connection. Then he goes to the Nets, and you're like, oh, no, the rich got richer. Yeah, and everyone man, just they get richer. <laughs> He hits every single three he takes for this team. It's unreal. And that could have really helped the Celtics. He would have been perfect on the Celtics. That was one of the reasons why they thought a lot of people thought it would be a match made in heaven. Oh, you got Ime. You know, they have a role for this guy. And, yeah, you're right. All of a sudden, he just goes to the Nets and just like, oof, that one hurt. And tonight, I mean, think about how huge that signing ended up being because they they were expecting Kyrie to play still at that point. It wasn't like they they thought they weren't going to have Kyrie. But imagine if they didn't have Mills. I mean, that'd be a huge, huge void at that position for them. Denver's been good. Harris has been great shooting. Uh, Aldrich, man. Looks like Aldrich never left, huh? Like the turnarounds. Yeah, I can't figure that lane, out. Finishing he everything. needs to be tested for steroids. Yeah, he's been awesome. So, I mean, that's an implication at the top of the East. And that's, you know, the answer the question for Brown this team's miles behind that it's Chicago it's Brooklyn it's Milwaukee and then it's everybody else I'd say wait, wait what do you think it is Chicago Chicago's in that group Brooklyn and Milwaukee not Philly oh you hate Philly Bobby he hated Philly last year too Philly's they're playing close. well though I'd say they're between the top and the rest they're of the beating team. up on the Warriors right now if they don't replace Simmons' slot, really? they're not in that upper echelon. Oh, 16. Yeah. 16. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the Sixers have an interesting situation in their own right, so who knows how it's going to shape up. I don't up. know. I don't think they're missing a beat. What they're getting out of Maxi and Curry right now is better than I mean, the combined effort of what they were getting out of Simmons. I don't think they're that far behind when, they, when they're fully – loaded um you know obviously uh Embiid missed a bunch of games and that's not great but i think that team enters that upper echelon conversation I, I think you're looking at brooklyn miami and milwaukee as the clear top three i think you're looking at a middle class of chicago washington charlotte and philly that are and atlanta mm-hmm. that are all ahead of you again oh, yeah, atlanta too i mean you are really 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 it's hard to that's put the show together. like it's don't hard to put any, the ahead of don't sleep any on of those teams I'm, yeah. I'm sleeping on the paces. But <laughs> Washington, I believe in. Like, we're 20 games in now. That's when you start to kind of know where I do not believe are. in Washington. Yeah. I think the Celtics are going to take them. They, yeah. have, they have the L.A. Lakers championship supporting cast. And they've added Dinwiddie. Beal will be Beal again at some point. They have good interior I'm not play. buying. I, They're I better buy, than the Celtics. I, I, I buy Chicago fully. I think clear-cut Brooklyn, Miami, Chicago – Milwaukee, Philly, Atlanta, six. That's clearly, six right there, yeah. Six clearly so the ahead. The six, Knicks are right there. Six clearly ahead of you. The Knicks are a bit of a mess right now. But, again, so are the Celtics. I think um, the Celtics better than the Knicks. But the Celtics are in a yeah. mix, I think. With, and I didn't, even mention, I didn't even mention Washington, Bobby, among that six. I think the Celtics are more That's what in I was a saying mix this morning. I guess with hard Washington, New York, Cleveland, and Celtics, I think, are in the mix for that se- seven through ten. Uh, situation Oof. Oof. right yeah and, and that was know, that's and that, what i said to start the season i yeah, think I one agree. of my I bold mean, predictions was think, there's yeah. six at best i think i said yeah I, I think those six you can really those six are solid ahead of them um it would it be stunning if they snuck into a five or you know no, no not stunning no, they absolutely stunning. can play them breaks i mean the Cavs. they are. can absolutely play there but you're still talking about you know 
potential first round. I mean, you know, you're playing a really good team in the first round. I mean, it's no matter what, it's a long road. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, so who knows? But anyway, but that's and that and that's the discouraging thing is now you're not the you're not the better team in the first round, where you used to be. I will say if the Celtics maintain this defensive identity that they have built early on, they'll be tough for teams to see first round too. Well, I think they'll. I'm not treating them like this defensive juggernaut yet. Yeah, like I think some the defense. Want will allow them to win regular season games if they mat if they keep up that intensity because most teams aren't bringing uh you know that level of intensity to uh, you know to, to most regular season games so that should allow them to stack up enough wins to get into the playoffs in the playoffs i don't think that amounts to shit you know it's yeah, the, you shot know, becomes important. the shot making becomes the thing and that that's where they'll be exposed so yes i actually do think they can stay competitive and play with that defense but in, in the playoffs would be hard it's hard, you know? So well, I don't know. It's that's where we are. That, and, I feel like that's yeah. the margin of effort. Like that little extra umph is what we what they lacked this tonight, right? And in a best of seven series, you know, it's like the worst type of like matchup you could have, especially if this team gets momentum going into the playoffs. But obviously that's way down the road. Uh, overall, I still like this this home stand for the Celtics. I still think they're uh, trending in the right direction. Sure, they're yeah, reminded man. that they're not on that quite on that top of the Eastern Conference level yet, but, or, you know, that's could be what they're striving for. I but just don't, day, I don't think the word yet be belongs right in that there, right now. Yeah. yeah. Ime said it was a good homestand. It could have been a great one. It could have been a great one. That's a perfect way to put it. Like, again, it shows you where you, where you stand, so to speak. I mean, okay. You won the, what, three out of four? I, I mean, three out of four. You, 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 you blew out the Rockets, the worst team, you know, you blew out, you know, you get you did a really impressive win against the against the Lakers. You pulled together on that one, so it's overall it's a good homestand. You know, they've read the tip eight and four over the last twelve. The numbers stack up in the league. The IR stuffing field. is really good, according to my wife. Okay, <laughs> so that's Taste another tester. win. Yes, <laughs> this one was robo stuffing, by the way. I didn't follow a recipe. I just read three or four recipes and i just i just winged it you know dab of this touch but it's of that. stuffing right i mean you can't how, how bad can it's you mess just it up all getting globbed together it's on the mashed plate. it's you all mashed I mean? together right right yeah. it's mayhem uh, you know thanksgiving it's everyone's just throwing <laughs> stuff in the plate nobody remembers what's what yeah. well, speaking of the speaking of the schedule just in terms of how it got weak how it ramped up again tonight and it was an actual test that they fell short on I think you're looking well, at sure. a month, I think you're looking at a month ahead here that's gonna write the story on this team. When you think of Philadelphia coming up next week, uh, this weekend I think a few tough games. You know the Spurs aren't, Toronto's not, but once you get to that Philadelphia game and then a West Coast trip that follows, Utah, Portland, Lakers, Clippers, Suns, then right into the Bucks, Warriors, Knicks, Philly. I'd say between now and you know right around Christmas time, you'll really have a feel on what this team is. Yeah, I think we know. Yeah, um, month, month I like. I don't, that's the whole thing. Is like it's not negative. I, 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 I'm really not trying to be. I just think we know what they are, and it's a bummer. Um, wow, you're right. Lot... You're right, Bobby. You just named this. Did you just list off the schedule? Oh, I looked at the phone. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, no, I just did too. It, it's 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 difficult. Yeah, 
I, I just don't think we'll be. Su- I don't think we'll be surprised stretch. by anything that the team does. Uh, you know, and that's in either direction. I don't think we'll be surprised if they put together a really good string and they're competitive and their defense plays well and they're getting you know solid performances nightly out of Tatum and Brown and stringing together some wins and content and playing competitively against some of the better teams in the East. That wouldn't be surprising. Um, but I also just think you know that their ceiling is kind of capped uh and and it is what it is and they're they're very far off and i don't know as, as i said as a celtics fan is very used to kind of quick fix solutions and i just don't see one here um so i you know I, you know right. you, you almost you have to do something drastic or you just accept kind of being stuck in the middle for a little bit and again back to the stuck well, in neutral that's just kind of where they are I'm mildly concerned about Jalen, as you pointed out during the game, John. Uh, he didn't look right to me in warm-ups. He didn't look yeah. right to me during the game. Ime said he had the burst. I didn't really see it. It looked like it was kind of a borderline thing that he would play, and they even said he'll be day-to-day for the next week here. So I don't know why he played. It didn't help them a ton. He said after I don't the get game, it at all. After- yeah. After the game, he said he felt better tonight. I mean, I just looked at a tweet. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't get it at all. I did to me, it's like you know, soft tissue injuries. You wait until it's a thousand percent. You gain I know, nothing. You're gonna miss the next game, and you, it's like that's not how it. these things go. You don't you you don't mess with hamstrings like this. You you don't rush it and then play it game by game. You just wait. You know. And what's until the point? You, I don't of get pushing it. Pushing him into this when he didn't help you a ton. Uh, you lost big anyway. Oh, for eight. Damn. I was. Yeah. I was kind of so him and Brown were one for seventeen from three. That's the story. That's really the story at the end of it. Those are bad, 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 bad. Typically not. But that's the stuff too. And again, right? It's uh, you know, it's just bad, bad. Simple game. It's a simple game. It's a make miss league, boys. As they like to say. A lot of potential points tonight. I've heard that before. (laughs) Make miss league. Yeah, yeah, what were the is. what were the what were the I I, I didn't fi- look finally, but like Jesus, um, you know, I wanted to see points in the paint. Um, they didn't get inside huh? at all, really. They didn't get inside at all, really. I didn't. I got you. I didn't in think the paint. they did. I mean, Horford. Here's the tricky thing about Rob being down is Horford is not thirty-eight yeah, to forty. Forty to thirty-eight, Boston. Celtics won. Celtics won that. 48, I mean, 40 to 38. They won second chance points. Second they won, half, they the won fast break points, that. but I'm, I'm guessing a lot of it was the empty calories yeah. in that late run. Here's the thing about Rob's injury or sickness, whatever's going on now. Um, 48 Horford, three point attempts. Horford's not showing to be a backup, per se, of like what Rob brings him on offense because he's not hitting the threes. His touch around the rim's really off, so he's not a pick and roll threat right now for the most part. So, I mean, that's probably why you saw a little bit of Canther in this one for the offensive help there. And, and Jabari. And Jabari helped all, uh, immensely in the second half with his room pressure there. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a bummer. I mean, that's not what you were expecting from Horford. Like, this elite, elite, all-defense run he's on and then just really looking lost offensively because it was the other way around last time he was well, here. Well, Marcus throws him some lobs, run. you know. I know, but the touch and then the three-point shot. I mean, he was shooting 37% for five years. Now he's, like, really – Well, he had that one year here where he shot 44% for the year, which was insane. 
Um, and you know, realistically, he's you know a, a you know mid to high. But he's not a twenty eight percent guy like he is right now. No, it's it's been bad. Yeah. It's been bad now. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's that's it. That's the best we're gonna do tonight. Um, <sighs> Let's just forget about the best this we're game. gonna do. What do you say? We'll forget about it. You know, we're gonna, we're gonna just. Fire up Good the Com app and that. just forget about the game. Focus on something Com. different. Com.com slash garden, 40% off. Go get some. Yep. For the premium subscription. Um, I will say happy Thanksgiving to everybody. We are immensely thankful for all of you hanging out here and listening yes. to us gri- thank gripe. You, thank you. Um, and me just be mm. a bitter, bitter, angry man, um, you know, <laughs> uh, about. Uh, well, you about, need to have a uh, cooking podcast, I think, John, by the sound of it. About Jimmy John. Stuff. The Jimmy like John podcast cook. featuring John's uh, stuffing. John and can pies. school Jimmy. He can put him no. It'll right. be like Gordon Ramsay. You, yeah, you you probably would. What what are we working with with pies over there tomorrow? Since you got three different stuffings, is there the a go to pie for you guys? So yeah. we, I I made I made what my daughter wanted. Uh, she wanted an apple and she wanted uh, a pumpkin pie. Um, I'm a cherry pie guy. We ended up not cherry going pie. that route, but that's that's just me. Naturally, you're not. Um, you don't sound upset about that. That's all right. Well, uh, oh, I love cherry it. Cherry pie. I love that. She's my cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. Um, so, yeah, what uh, you guys got a final thought before we wrap it? Um, happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us. It's, it's always uh, fun. These games aren't always fun, but it's, I always look forward to chatting with you guys and everyone who watches along in the comments. So that, that would be my final thought. Hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving with your friends, your family, or whoever. Um, and, um, that's pretty much it. Enjoy, uh, some food and whatever football games are on tomorrow. Not great one in the day. Yeah, too bad. No NBA. I mean, the NBA has been awesome this year so far. The following, uh, like I'm thankful for just the competition level around the league right now. It's been awesome games left and right. Uh, A few really good Celtics ones so far to start this year. You know, I've been, this isn't like the, I don't have like the dreary, like, awful feeling around this team so far covering them and just talking about them every night that I did last year. I think this year it's, not, it's, much well, it's better. gonna be it's gonna be tumultuous. There's gonna be a lot of up and downs. I still think there'll be like that five hundred ish feel that we talk about, all the experiences that we go through with many of these players. But I think the effort, the intensity, the buy into the coach and the defense is there. So we're gonna have a team to talk about all year for better or worse. Uh, happy Thanksgiving everybody. What's everyone's favorite uh, side dish? Did we do that, by the way? Did we do that last year? I, I hate well, last year. This. I wouldn't know. I'm not gonna argue it. I'm not gonna argue it. Everyone can have like, their favorite. The whole... I think John's is obvious stuffing, right? Judon hates mac and cheese, which is what to me that was a kind way, of a wild uh, move. Well, here's Judon, the problem. Judon got if, the Durant jersey tonight. If you're eating like it depends what kind of mac and cheese. Like if you if you're if you're eating like you know you're talking about putting like Velveeta shells on the table. Like yeah, <laughs> gross. No, no, thank you. But if you're having like um, I wouldn't say those are gross, but it's not really a Thanksgiving. But you know what I mean, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not appropriate like for Thanksgiving. Right? It's gotta be. Uh, you gotta do a little bit more work than that. If you get yeah. to work and really do something <laughs> special, then yes, powdered, absolutely. Powdered potatoes. It's not right. It's not just mac my and issue like, with mac and yeah. cheese is that I would probably just eat too much mac and cheese. It's just one of those La- things where I just keep going back for. Well, yeah. last yeah. year, like, last year, over I all a, the sides. I made a lobster mac and cheese last year, and it freaking dominated the table. And oh people yeah, didn't that's eat any, that's extra. Oh, that's unfair. I mean, that's extra, man. Yeah, that's, like that's that's not really a Thanksgiving. It was cheating. 
Yeah, for totally. It was cheating. Totally. It's like it's like Secret Santa. Instead of spending five, you spend like a hundred dollars, and you're like, you know, <laughs> like oh, who made the lobster mac Whoa, and cheese? Wow, who got so it's good? A, that's like that's like who got the like, iPad? You know, that's <laughs> yeah, like putting yeah. a, like a rack of crab legs next to your burger. People Somebody brings like canned cranberry sauce. That's like the crappy gift. But listen, cran- canned cranberry sauce <laughs> slaps. I, I'll do the can yes, over the regular stuff. Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't give me the don't waste your time making like homemade cranberry sauce. I don't want it. Just open up the can, plop that thing, that jelly out, and just listen. We're gonna I'll go off. I'll, I'll, I'll gonna, be fine. We're gonna post some pictures of our food. We're gonna you know retweet it at Celtics CNS. We'll see what everybody's got going on. Mac and cheese. It, sure. I think it's I think it's a side dish in parts of the country. It's not as much in the Northeast. I don't think. Unless I just made that up. I don't think it's a common side dish for Thanksgiving, at least around no, here. No, but it's creeping over the last couple of years. It's rising fast. It's yeah, creeping it's because rising. people That's are true. like, what have we been waiting for? You know, like, Well, because people, no, it's like no, mac and cheese. You can eat that anytime. You can't really just go around eating stuffing on like a casual why? Wednesday afternoon. Like it's a weird <laughs> no, look. No, but the point have is like, there. there's no rules. <laughs> yeah. There's no rules. I mean, you can go buy a cake and have cake whenever you want. There's no rules against it, but it's just kind of strange to do it. Like you can go to the supermarket and buy a cake right now. It doesn't have to be your birthday. I think I think you're just worried about mac and cheese stealing from your other experiences. Just put the portion completely. I mean, this is the key to Thanksgiving. You can't sprint in. Well, you're probably gonna, but you you gotta be able to last. Next year, I'm just gonna make like a rack of ribs and bring it there. Right, right. Well, that's like there's no rules apparently. You can just make whatever you want. I mean, a lot of people don't even like turkey. Isn't that what happens to Thanksgiving? Isn't that what like? That's what happens in Thanksgiving. Yeah. Someone everyone just brings like like, bring whatever you want. Yeah. But yeah. I like that stuff. Like, uh, it's like literally every you know, entree you can think of, people are bringing it. Especially if you throw like ethnic stuff into the mix. Like I used yeah. to get like some Greek stuff in there too, and I'm like, all right, let's do it. You know, like you know, I, I like Jimmy that. Jimmy has instead a strict of, rule. Yeah, instead, we got we got soda rice on my place. Tradition, traditional, <laughs> traditional <laughs> Thanksgiving. Good. Mashed potatoes only as a side. <laughs> no, but anyway, I mean, you can, no, you, can right. you, you don't right. want too many yeah. cheesy sides. Like if you're doing like a, a casserole or like a potato all gratin or whatever, like you got to be careful. You don't want too much. Jimmy refers to what the, but here's the had. thing. There's right. a, Thank there's, you. There's, uh, you could easily do turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, cranberry as the big five. Call Gravy's day, important. And that's it. Gravy's not However, important. if you're going to start to put other dumb stuff in there, I'm going to knock it right out and go to mac and cheese, right. you know, and something <laughs> right. else. So, like, if yeah, you're, yeah, like, yeah. putting steep carrots. Like, get that no, green bean casserole. Get your freaking green bean casserole in your No, that's that's normal. Out. Out. Well, that's so that's fine. Yeah, but trying to, he just wants to upgrade. Though. You want to go oh, mac and cheese will murder fine. carrot casserole. Obviously, but, there's no comparison. But people still do dumb stuff like that. Oh, I know. I know. People just don't read the room. Just read the room. You know, you're going. <laughs> you no, know, nobody's nobody's dying for your uh, green bean casserole. I mean, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but personally, I'm not a big green I bean never guy. Even heard of that before, that so might shock you. If I send you a picture, Bob, you know what it is. You've seen it before for sure. But anyways, back to the Celtics. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Um, for the seas. Going up against the uh, San Antonio Spurs. Look, just stick with the program. I know we've been saying this the last couple of nights, but I want to see how you can respond to or a don't. loss like this. Like, let's see that heart and let's see that uh, effort and that uh, you know play for pride that we saw throughout this homestand up until tonight. So I, I'm, I think Friday, there's a good chance Friday to see that. But my only fear is if someone like Jalen's not playing, 
And, you know, guys are out of the mix. Tatum's going to have to step up in a big way here. So let's see how Tatum responds. I'm not saying he's not up for the task, but it's going to be – I don't think I don't think it's going to be an easy game for the Celtics. But we'll see where they stand on the effort the effort meter. Yeah, it's I think, throw. listen, I'm not – I'm not stuffing shaming. I love stuffing. It's just very unpredictable. It's You don't want it to be too dry. If it's too dry, you need to douse it with gravy. And you don't even, I, I just can't wait for this show to end because apparently I hit it out of the park with this robo oh, stuffing. And I'm, oh, and you I haven't go, even tried it go, yet. I got to go try it, yeah. yeah. We underrated gravy. We didn't even talk about it. Gra- gravy is a necessity, especially if you're turkey. Yeah. If you're getting the white meat part of the turkey, that you should don't, be a little dry. But that's you your mistake. You don't eat the whole plate. Meat. You smother the whole plate in gravy. But you can't. Not everyone can have the dark meat. There's only what do you got? The the legs? Yeah, like that's it. Like the you, thigh. You, Wait, you the thigh. Just the thigh. The thigh and the and the drumsticks, and that's what I get. Yes. Yes. I get yeah. Well, you're the you know yeah. dad. Not dad gets the dark meats. The kids are stuck with the you know. Yeah, and a big glass of milk. Dad gets me. the dad gets the. Dog Bobby, was that you yeah. the other night? I'll like do a, milk. Like a lot of people you, think that's weird. I'll do milk. Bobby was cooking. Uh, what was it? Boneless chicken thighs. There's nothing better than that. I love it. That's great. Oh, nothing, one of my nothing wrong with that. With the bone and the skin is also good. Um, and oh, then yeah. you got to yeah. get you got to get good cocktails going too. So I get some nice blood. You got to get some cocktails going. You guys gotta go. You guys gotta I'm go. I'm a pumpkin pumpkin bread guy. I'm a big pumpkin oh, bread guy. Oh, I'll Bobby, make pumpkin bread gone. actually. So I'm more of we a got, pumpkin bread got, than pie. The pie's a little too em- sweet. Listen, Jimmy, little cream cheese we got on empty it. stomachs here. We got work to do. Go, go, go. Josue and Bobby got stuff to do. All right, guys. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving all Happy Thanksgiving.